Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. All right, folks, here's what we've got in the markets coming off the back of another negative session. The Nasdaq Composite was down for a third straight night and we've got traders, of course, bracing for NVIDIA's latest quarterly earnings report during that session amid rising concerns of its high valuation. And in the regular session, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 0.1% or rather added 0.1% uh, with a 48-point increase to 38612 the S&P 500, a small gain of 0.1% to 4,982. The tech-heavy Nasdaq down for a third straight night, losing 0.3% to 15,581. So a bit of a mixed picture for Wall Street. And of course, NVIDIA posting its results right after the bell. For more insights, we are joined by Matt Maley. He is the Chief Market Strategist at Miller Tobac. Good morning, Matt. Thanks for joining us on the show today. It's great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, great having you on as usual. Now, let's talk about what's really taking the headlines tonight, and it is about NVIDIA's earnings. There have been concerns about its high valuation. It's up nearly 230% over the past year. But looking at the reactions, it does look investors are quite happy with the numbers. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the stock now <laughs> trading up, uh, it was up, as I think, as much as 10%. Now it's up about... Eight uh, percent, but that's uh, uh, still obviously a, a nice, uh, a, a nice number, and it's trading back up to its its all time highs uh, from earlier this month. Um, we do have to wait. You know, we do have the uh, the uh, conference call with uh, with management that begins in about uh, twenty minutes, uh, and so we'll have to get more details from that. But right now, you know, people were really concerned about it, and the stock uh, had sold off. Seven or eight percent over the last few days, but uh, their numbers have been quite good, and it's, it's bouncing back nicely. So that should give a little bit of a lift to uh, to the tech sector, uh, which of course has been strong all year, but had been weak earlier, uh, had been uh, lower earlier this week. Yeah, man, it's quite interesting to track how Nvidia has been doing because we've been asking if Nvidia's valuations have been rich for quite some time, and they just keep pushing up higher. So as a trader or investor, how do you get into this game? Do you jump on a bandwagon of momentum or do you look for better value elsewhere? Well, I mean, I guess the the, the key thing right now is that we do have high valuations of a lot of these tech stocks. Uh, so, but you know, they're, they're, they still have strong momentum. So you, you, you do need to stick with them. However, it's going to be very, very important for the, uh, for the overall market to broaden out. We know how narrow the, mm. the rally has been. And uh, we're starting to see uh, one, one area we're really starting to see things pick up a little bit is in the uh, in the small cap area. You know, the Russell 2000 small cap index, the uh, the uh, ETF for that is IWM. And uh, uh, that's pumping up against a key resistance level. And if that can break above its its highs from December, uh, that's going to be a on a technical basis. That's going to show that uh, uh, this thing is finally tra- starting to break out. So, you know, again, I'm not saying uh, people should bail out, you know, bail out on their tech stocks and, and move into small caps. But, uh, you know, don't, don't be afraid to look at some other areas. And I think that's one of them. Yeah, the market's also been doing a bit of a dance with how interest rate expectations have been going back and forth. And it does look like inflation is a bit stickier than expected. That's been pushing back expectations of when rate cuts could come. How is this playing out for markets? 
Well, that that is one of the big concerns. I mean, when we have this situation with uh, uh, with what's going on with uh, these earnings out of Nvidia, that's positive for the tech sector. But uh, overall, you worry that the market is expensive, not just the tech sector, but the overall market, the overall stock market. And now we have interest rates that the, that are moving up to their highs of the year. We're on the ten-year note. We're now at uh, over four point three percent. And uh, this is very similar to what we saw last summer. At the end of the summer, interest rates started moving up, and uh, the stock market didn't really react to that. Well, after a couple of months of rising, sure enough, the the, uh, stock market finally did react to it. It rolled over and saw a correction over the next couple of months. So uh, we do need to be careful here uh, after this big rally that uh, with interest rates where they are, uh, we do have to be careful that uh, at some point that's going to create some headwinds for the stock market, at least on a short-term basis. Yeah, talking about rates, We've been seeing interest rates move with all the latest headlines. So as an investor, how do you position yourself between bonds and stocks right now? What is the um, playbook here? Well, I do think that, uh, you know, these, the, 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 the uh, what do you call it, the normalized or the neutral level for interest rates is going to be higher than a lot of people have been thinking. So uh, uh, that, that, you know, that does have me some concerns. We, uh, and I, I guess my point is I want to stay more with the stock markets for now. But if we start to see uh, things start to uh, weaken, uh, weaken uh, and, you know, the economy weaken in the U.S., then you want to move over uh, to that area. But I would also add there are some areas that are kind of win-win situations uh, that if the, if the market does seem to see a pullback here at some point, uh, uh, you can still make some money, and, and particularly in the energy sector. Yeah, let's talk about energy sector. And we've got WTI up about 1 plus percent in the latest session. For the month, it's up over 4%. So you are seeing some support coming through. But of course, you've got a lot of moving parts here, especially what's going on in the Middle East. How do you see things playing out for the rest of the year? Yeah, the thing for me is that if the whole market rallies uh, further, uh, I see the energy stocks, because the energy stocks in the U.S. have been lagging behind the price of crude oil. So uh, they still have to play catch up, and especially if, if WTI, West, West, you know, West Texas Intermediate, WTI oil, breaks above $80, you're going to see those energy stocks really start to rally. But the thing is, if we do see the situation in the Middle East really uh, you know, start to get really bad, well, that's not going to be good for the stock market, but it is going to be good for oil, and it is going to be good for the energy stocks. So it's kind of a win-win situation where you can buy those stocks and, and still have a bit of a hedge against the geopolitical uh, issues. Yeah, last time oil prices were at 80 was in November and they were at 90 plus in September. We'll see if we will get to those levels anytime soon. Now, of course, in focus this week has been China. They had a pretty big rate cut, the mortgage rate cut. So this is something people are watching out for to see how markets would react. And it didn't seem to excite investors enough. So what's going on here? Why are people still worried about China? Is the worst over yet? Well, I don't know that the, the, if the worst is over. Uh, I guess my the, the big thing that investors, of course, are focusing on or, or been, have been complaining about is that, is that China hasn't shot that big bazooka, you know, that big thing where they just gave huge amounts of, of uh, uh, stimulus mm. like they have in the past and, and like the U.S. did during the – but everybody did during the pandemic – and but to, to be honest with you, I don't know that this is the worst thing in the world. I mean, always shooting a bazooka like that it sometimes gives you too much. It, it gives you too much. You know, people start to get too uh, too confident. 
And so I think sometimes a more gradual uh, aspect, it might take longer and it might frustrate investors. But in a weird way, it may may actually be the right thing to do and uh, build up for a better long-term turnaround in the future. Yeah, a bit of a balancing act where they might have to calibrate slowly to weed out the, I suppose, weakness in the markets. All right, we've been talking about the markets and what's been happening in China as well as oil prices. And Matt Maley, he's the chief market strategist at Militabak. Matt, thank you for your time as always and your insights. Thank you. Have a great day. Have a great day too, Matt. We'll catch up with you again soon. Stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.